Yo. What's up, bro? So this is it? This is it. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm just cruising out my door right now. I'm headed to the dog park before I go into the shop so River gets all his yayas out. Yayas out? Yeah. You're a good dog dad, man. You're a good dog dad. You gotta be. Can't mistreat your, uh, well, it's not a possession, but companion, you know? Yeah, I know. It's a man's best friend, dude, and he can only do so much without its owner, you know what I mean? Fact. Yeah, he can't fend for himself. What time is it there for you? Uh, It's 5, it's almost 6 p.m. over here. Oh, weird. Time change is whack, dude. You know, I've been fucking missing out on so many of my fucking show dates and times because fucking everyone's, like, available, like, at 4 in the morning here. Right, right. I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, I blew it with, a, I guess, yesterday because yeah. I was fucking, like, I, he said, yeah, we were going to do something earlier. He's like, yo, can we do something for, like, you know, 2 p.m.? And I was staying up all day, all night for it. Right. And then right was like 30 minutes before fucking the interview was about to go down. The internet shut down fucking right. at two in the morning because like in Europe or something like internet goes low after a particular time at night because like it saves on like bandwidth or something. You know what I mean? Like no one's using it. So they don't assume to keep it running. Okay. So I fucking got fucked. But anyways, one sec, one sec, one sec. Yeah. I got to do the introduction. Okay. Everyone's fucking listening because no one knows who the fuck we're t- who you are at the moment. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you, I still am nobody. Ah, shut the fuck up! Come on, guy. All right, so what's up, everybody? This is Mike W, aka Perspective Psych. After a long hiatus of fucking not doing anything on the show, uh, my bad. Whatever, I was going through a fucking transition, but I'm back on a rhythm and schedule, and this is shooting the shit. This is my buddy. Max Killigrew, and he comes from San Diego, and this is the homeboy for days when it comes to shows. Whatever he knows, what's good, but he's one of the hands at Prisma Guitar, which is a San Diego-based company that makes guitars and other musical instruments out of wood and recycled skateboards. I, I summed that up, right? Correctly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. That's the gist of it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, fucking, yeah. I'm putting you on a spot, huh? Last time you fucking spoke in regards to, like, I'm Max I'm Max Kilgrew. I work for a fucking guitar company that does recycled skateboard wood. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, that used to be, like, the main focus, and I still think that's a draw to it, but I don't think I, if I was talking to anybody, I'm, I don't usually say that like we use skateboards as the main thing because oh, I feel yeah, yeah yeah I feel like when Nick started the company he was really pumped on the idea of using that stuff and I mean we still are to an extent but the reality is now that the instruments we make are like I mean I'm practicing extreme modesty right here but the guitars we make are perfect instruments you know so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like anyways that being said it's like we don't need a gimmick to attracts business so and nick just kind of wants to move in a different direction so we're kind of just trying to focus on instruments that aren't utilizing that material as much and focusing on just building the best guitars that we can make um, but that being said there's still a lot of uh creative outlets utilizing the skateboard materials that we haven't so that it's not that it won't be explored but not focused on as much right but you still a majority of like well that said like i like i'm out of the loop to be honest but i fucking follow you know and like i know nick not too tight with nick but like i've hung out with him a few times and i was around when he like was just starting went to the sf workshop he used to have at his old place and was at the Dittmar house when he like brought over the guitar, one of the first guitars over to Figgy to fucking like yeah, you know, that sample thing out. Fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so much has transitioned. I've like seen you guys been at Nam and like fucking picking up mad fucking prestigious clients worldwide, like getting fucking like you know so much good fucking media and publicity. Yeah. 
dude, you got you guys as a whole. I know it's Nick's fucking endeavor, and he he took you in, right? Yeah. But you guys are fucking blowing up, man. Yeah. He, uh, it's been like four years or five, four or five. I, honestly, I think when I don't, I couldn't give you an exact number, but I could swear that when he talks about when he started the company, it was probably like 10 years ago when he first started making the guitars. But I feel like within the last five years or six years, like you're saying, is probably when the company really started um, gaining traction. Right, right. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I mean... That dude knows how to navigate business well, and he markets the company in a way that draws attention, makes people want to know more. So, yeah, that's that I would attribute a lot of the success to that marketing. Um, and like I said, just making good instruments where people are like, oh, shit, this thing sounds good, and it, there's something unique going on here, so... Dude, absolutely. Everything I've seen, you know, I've only seen it a... I only saw like proto era Prisma right. in person, right. but everything I've seen like through the media or like through photos and like all the shit you guys put out, it's looks so exceptional, dude. Like what the fuck? It's a, it's amazing how like evolution goes. Like I'm not trying to. I, if anyone's listening to my voice, like Mike, you fucking just laid off the fucking and like you're being such a fucking kiss ass. Don't fucking nah. Fuck you, fools. Like. <laughs> It it's fucking gorgeous, dude. Yeah, and I'm too. not even a fucking G about fucking like the whole logistics of everything, but the accessories, even when you guys were branching with the drum kits, you know what I mean? And fucking yeah, even that, the guitar evolution. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's and your uh, warehouse too, like you guys like you've been like renovating a bigger warehouse space since like the day one too, right? So yeah. Um Nick's dad uh, was a pretty smart man, and he bought up a grip of land in Carmel Valley before any of it was developed. And so for a lot of Nick's upbringing, he lived in the boonies, but now to their benefit, they have all this land space. So his dad, when Nick told him that he wanted to come down to San Diego to expand, his dad built him this, like, uh, it's one of those, like, assemble yourself warehouse spaces. And so his, yeah. his dad... Uh, like had that set up for Nick so that he would have the space to run the guitar business and be closer to home and or literally be at home. Um, so that allowed Nick to expand his company or make his operation a little bit bigger. Um, so yeah, he brought it down and then uh, shortly after we had discussed, I could just fucking tell you the story i guess you might as well be telling the story dude well that's what you're on so uh i'll start I'll, I'll i'll go back a little bit um so once in future band was playing this show in the redwoods with uh dungeon uh like 2016 or something and yeah i went up with dominic and evan to go see to go and see the gig we drove up yeah we really have a place Lined up to stay, but we're like, ah, fuck it. We'll just rent a hotel. Worst comes to worst. Um, And we ended up going to Treasure Island. I was like, oh, I'll hit up Nick because Nick and I have been friends through skateboarding since, uh, I don't know, like 10 years ago or something. Yeah. Um, So we hit him up. He meets up. And as we're talking, he just, it, it like, he like it just got revealed that we didn't have a place to stay and he just did like it was just a matter of fact like oh you're staying with me you know and right that, i mean that Looking was out. super cool homie. yeah it was like homie vibe you know um that was pretty cool so over the time staying with him up until that concert like there was one night where we all just sent it super hard and uh I was like, you know, I would love, I would just all hammered, like, I would love to work for you, you know, I would, I would come up here, like, if there's an opportunity, yada, yada, and then he's like, actually, I'm thinking about coming down to San Diego, I was like, cool, keep me in mind, so then every so often, over the next, like, year or so, I would text him, be asking, you know, whether or not he was still coming down, he's like, yeah, it's just a slow roll right now, he actually, in that time, he had cut he had cut like one of his fingers almost completely off and mangled the other one a little bit with a in a shop accident. So he had. To get, I remember he had the hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good example. I mean, reflecting on what happened to him, it's it's a good example to, you know, you got to stay on point when you're in the shop because the shop will get you. You're not on guard. Yeah, no fun, no fun. That's that's handcraft 101 right there. Yeah, exactly. It's um so anyway, so he had to go he went he moved to New York while his hand healed cuz he got a pretty badass surgeon who was able to maintain everything for him. Um so when he was deciding to come back, he hit, I was actually working at a job that I was completely miserable at, like wasn't passionate about the products. Uh, didn't like what I did. Didn't like my coworkers. My bosses had made me literally cry multiple times. They were just complete assholes. Um, and Nick had called me and I was at my desk having one of the worst days. And he's like, Hey, you still want to come in? And I said, absolutely. You know, and right. I got pretty excited. And then, so we arranged the time and I went to the shop and I checked it out and we talked. And as we were talking, he's like, man, <laughs> like, I'd love to hire you on, but you don't have the experience that I can, like, it doesn't make sense for me to hire you on. Uh, right. Yeah. Because I'm like, it just wasn't there. It wasn't in the cards. And so I left pretty bummed. But I had a, uh, one of my good friends was like, dude, you want this so bad. You should just offer to intern for him. And then when he can afford to pay you, he can pay you. And I was like, that's a great idea. I proposed that to Nick. And Nick was super stoked on that. I mean, free, Voila. free, yeah, free yeah. labor, you know? And then I was like, all right, well, I'm working 40 hours a week right now. How am I going to make this work? And coincidentally, at the time, I had had two dogs. We, I think you had met Penny. She was yeah, around. Yeah, Penny. Yeah, so there was, like, an accident at my house where, like, Penny and River got, like, like entangled in tethers while I was at work. So I had to leave work. And this was, like, literally the day after I had talked to Nick. And I just utilized that as an excuse. I was like, my landlord's going to kick me out of my house if I don't quit, like, pretty much now. Uh, because I can't leave the dogs at home unattended. <laughs> so I just bullshitted the assholes um into getting out of their job immediately so i quit that job and i didn't have a source of income but also simultaneously uh a friend of mine there was an opening at a restaurant and she's like hey we need somebody like three days a week and i was like fuck that's not enough to pay my rent and uh support river but I was talking to my mom and she, she was like, dude, just go for it. You know, like if your heart's in it, it'll work out. Right. Uh, sure enough. I started working at the restaurant, like first shift. They're like, we actually need six shifts fulfilled total. So at that time I was working at the restaurant six days a week and interning four days a week at Prisma. And I was grinding so hard, like constantly working at one place or the other, you know? Right. Uh, but I, that was like, I was always miserable, you know, I was like finally happy. I wasn't always miserable doing that. I was always miserable else. Like I was where I was grinding so hard, but I like was so happy because I was doing what I wanted to do. And so then I did that for like six months or so. And then one day me and Nick are degripping boards and he's like, so I think it's time that I start paying you. And you know, I got really happy because I knew that I wasn't going to have to be at the restaurant as much. And I, I, it was a display of growth within the shop and with the company. And Fuck yeah. Nick's trust and my abilities. And so then I was able to like cut down my shifts and then I started find working. a balance. Yeah. Finding a balance. And I mean, I still work at the restaurant. It's, I mean, it's not cheap to live in Encinitas and it's not cheap to, have a man-sized dog either uh so yeah but i'm still i i couldn't be more happy and i'm pretty grateful to be in the situation i am dude you're very lucky dude and bless fucking nick too man yeah yeah you're very fucking you know the the funny thing is like i'm not trying to get fucking straight from what you have to say like that was 
that's the first I've heard of it, you know, and we're friends, but like we haven't been staying in touch as much as we used to when we were fucking hitting the party days, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, I was completely out of the loop of like, the, I knew you were working, you know, I saw it and I, I would send some like, yeah, that's fucking sick. But like to hear from the get go, like what you were going through, like back home, dude, like going off topic back home in San Diego. And I'm sure it says for the rest of wherever you live, the most popular you know, gentrified area. It's fucking intense when you're fucking trying to juggle fucking shit you're miserable with and fucking what you want to do, you know? Totally. It's intense, dude. And it fucking kills you. And you fucking, when you're doing shit you're not wanting to do at all, you fucking depressed because you're feeling like you're being the most counterproductive motherfucker ever. Exactly. And then the you party counter. harder. And then you're yeah. productive. Yeah, and if half your paycheck's going on to a fucking bag or fucking <laughs> seeking the comfort of fucking bullshit fucking homies who are on the same level yeah. instead of growing with another. Yeah. And that's yeah. the cool thing about Nick, dude. Like, dude, yeah, I saw him at Kino's here and there, you know, fucking on like a hot night, like a Saturday or Friday or like at a kickback just for a little bit, you know. But I was always wondering, like, where the fuck was he doing, you know? And like, I saw him only, he was grinding. Yeah, well, we were all partying. This dude was busy in his. I mean, still now that dude is in. He's in his shop seven days a week, dude. Like he's always working, as he should be. Fucking yeah. building up fucking something as it is, you know. If if people are listening, there's gonna be a link on the fucking interview and shit on the page. But if people are aware of what Prisma is, don't give a fuck. You know, don't give a fuck who I'm talking to or me. But who gives a fuck you, dude? But when you gotta see. <laughs> What these dudes do, you know, like these aren't fucking 40 year old motherfuckers who've been in the fucking industry for fucking 20 plus years. You know what I mean? This is my buddy here and his colleague, his boss, more or less, who are the same age, <laughs> 29. Yeah, 20. We're like, at, you guys, we're not 30, dude. You know, nah, 28, 29. 29. Yeah, Nick, Nick's dude. about to be uh, 29 on Thursday. Happy early birthday, Nick, if you're listening. I hope he listens to this fuck. You guys laugh about it, dude. They're like, what the fuck's going on? You guys did a podcast about nah, my business? No, we, we, uh, we've, we've bumped most of your episodes. Uh, also, the Tyler Don episode was probably the most entertaining podcast we've listened to in the show. Nah, respect. Thanks. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there, we're going to have that. You know how Joey Diaz does like a fucking the thing with Joe Rogan every fucking bi-monthly dealio? Oh, uh, yeah. Just we're gonna guys have the, just going at it just going at it but i'm gonna let him take the fucking reins because that dude has the... that dude already did take the reins. <laughs> yeah 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 podcast. but anyways go on hater <laughs> but yeah anyways fucking prisma yeah it's it's gorgeous man it's amazing yeah, it's I'm, I'm not being like a no homo like it's amazing because people nah, are like dude nah, fool you it. don't sound you don't talk like that nah, but you gotta I, gas the homies up dude it's, it's good to fucking tight to one another and that's why you're on because i fucking i'm fucking flabbergasted yeah it's that sick yeah well it's, it's cool what you're doing too you know it's uh respect thank game, you thank recognizing you. game right now is whatever we're trying to stay all relevant as much as possible right yeah well i mean i think we all want all of us growing up around our friends playing music you know and uh you and i especially like we were around all of our friends but we didn't <laughs> for whatever it is for me well, yeah. i'm just terrible at playing music so no band ever happened so like the, for me this is me staying in the music and kind of skateboard realm you know and for you doing this it, that's keeping you yeah we uh, owe it to highly, both ourselves yeah you're we're both just trying to stay around music and like make it happen so finding solid outlets Yep. Well, all right. So, anyways, so yeah. we got the fucking the triumph story, fucking recognition dealio, fucking going down or not. Yeah. Let's let's talk more about Prisma. Let's get people cool. more excited. Like, let's pro. I mean, you guys don't need promotion, but let's like promote it in a sense for like sure. the airtime. Yeah. What can we talk about? Because uh, I'm fairly new. I don't I don't have like any insight except for what I've observed. You know. Um, I mean, what aspects? What is what, what would you like to discuss about the company? I suck. I, I mean, suck we're I okay. Like I, well, I guess I could say okay. So the personnel, I could describe that. So I mean, most boutique guitar companies are 
uh, usually like a one man show. Most of our like peers are like a few people and that, that kind of is the case for Prisma. Um, so it's Nick and myself, we're the ones that are in the shop through the week and we are the ones that build the bodies. And now we just started painting our guitars, which was something that as I've come to learn is a fucking pain in the ass after you're finished painting it and wet sanding it like that should it take some serious elbow grease. But so we just started taking that on, but before we would outsource the paint jobs. Um, but so we do everything up until paint for like probably 50% of the guitars. And then we have a guy, um, Jake, who works for Taylor guitars, uh, full time when we need our guitars, uh, like assembled, Jake will assemble them up until wiring. Um, and then, after he's done with it, we have our dude, Sean, over at Pitbull Audio in National City. That dude is a wiring wizard. Like, his wiring jobs are perfect and the most pristine and so clean. So, Nick uh, Nick drives the guitars down to him when they're finished assembled, and he does his thing, and then he does final setup. And Okay. That's- okay, so... It's a it's a whole fucking team effort more or less at the end. Oh, it's just yeah, you two. We, yeah, we, it's uh, we, none of us thrive without the other. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Tight. So I mean, yeah, I guess that's it. But it's us. It's that's it. So day in day out, it's just just us with ourselves, you know, or just. But I mean, so all right, all right. So I, I mean, I'm trying to understand like. You guys, how does it how does it all just become like what what format like what are you doing like do you get commissioned does it just come impulsively like do you want to like it's your you're creating your own guitars uh, you know like obviously you're making a skeleton of a, like a previous design but at the end it's your own guitars oh they're well the yeah the, all of our models are uh, are Nick's designs you know uh, you pretty much I mean every every guitar builder business is uh like everyone who designs their shit it's either there's like two avenues the way i see it there's like there's the people that are like paying homage to old classical shapes and then there's people that are just fucking going for it and trying to do something that hasn't been done um and honestly i don't think anyone for me personally like gibson guitar shapes are perfect like no one's gonna do it better than them and so I kind of like that our company is in, I mean, also a lot of our shapes, uh, like they are like reminiscent of fender shapes as well, which are great, as, you know, but anyways, I've, I think I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. 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 But anyways, that being said, it's like it kind of doing our own take on classic shapes. It's like to me, it's more tasteful as opposed to like just trying to fucking reinvent the guitar because it's already been done it's like you know it's the same with rock and roll rock and roll you're not people rock making music now like that's cool but you you're not gonna be the like you're not gonna be the king crimson or the yes making this new sound that no one's heard before like we're just everyone making music now is just like trying to make shit that sound is sounds cool but it's not revolutionary, you know. It's just as it's as relevant as saying like you know fucking Tesla, Nikola Tesla. I mean, te- blah, Tesla's making fucking cars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, ways. It's a car, but it's not like it's fucking its own design. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's new. Yeah. So, but, anyway, so yeah, so I guess then I don't even know how I got on that tangent, but uh, yeah, I so the vibe is is just like you know doing classic shapes but the own take on it and uh, nick has a background in design so that really contributes to him being able to look at uh uh like look at how he wants to build a guitar and do it tastefully so it doesn't look all like wild like i don't know i can't throw shade at anyone but uh just some of the guitars that are out there that just look completely heinous that from other small guitar builders you know yeah 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 i know exactly what you mean i've seen the difference too and it's funny that like um not throwing shade either but i I noticed that there were some up-and-comers who were ambitious you know and inspiring and by all means that's fucking amazing like if they're down to do that but i noticed like they stopped 
yeah. when Prisma became a local revenue, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, well, I don't see what the point is if I can't fucking be as relevant as what these guys are doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, and they took it as they want they wanted to be fucking ambitious about making something out of it to the point they weren't really committed to like the commitment that it took that you guys are doing. And now it's nothing but a hobby or a thing in the past. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's trippy. It, dude, it's well. And the thing is, is I feel like in saying that that's like discrediting people. Um, Nick played his cards, right. And it's really hard to thrive. Like there have been, when I first started at Prisma, like there was times where it was like we had no business, and Nick was like, "Dude, like just leveling with you, it's, it's like it's hard. It's like I don't know how I'm gonna be able to pay you." And there were some weeks where I was just like, "I mean, I'm just gonna take the dig. I'm not gonna quit because it's like I love being here." So I just, but there was like there was sacrifices made on uh, both of our ends to make things keep going, and luckily, momentum just. Uh, it it uh i don't know snowballed for us so that that wasn't an issue for too long but anyways just to credit those people that were doing it and it dies off like it's hard dude because you're sacrificing a lot of your own money to provide absolutely tools uh supplies and all the everything that goes on the guitar like it's a lot of money and then so you make that guitar and then you like you, you just go out on a whim and hope someone buys it, or you try to get your name out there. So then you're giving away free product, and then so then you're at a like, say in materials, you're like uh, like a G out the door, and then you're just taking that dig just so that there's somewhat hype, and that's still a gamble, and you might not make it, you know. So it's not easy. So absolutely fucking not. Yeah. It should never. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to fucking. No, I know. Preach the obvious, yeah. but it's. It should never be. Things don't ever go that smooth. But the cool thing about it is, not cool. What the fuck am I talking about? Man, it's been a while since I fucking talked. I don't even know who the fuck I am at the moment when I articulate. You're, you're good, dog. No, 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 yeah, but yeah. no, no. It's. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a trip that fucking. Yes, it's fucking, there's like going to be sacrifice and you're going to be struggling and whatnot. But at the at the end, you compare yourself to like stupid shit. I'm not trying to reference like Apple or whatever, you know, any business, any American <laughs> dream, you know? Hell yeah, Prisma is taking Amer- over the country. Yeah, it's going to take over. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to die or fucking, it's we're only going to grow and gonna grow. We're going to put uh, microphones in our guitars so that we can oh, fuck. like data on everyone. Like, But I mean, hey, dude, it's sick that you guys fucking just you do the guitarist and you do them very well, but then you fucking, there are other outlets with your use of wood and like signature style, you know, like oh, yeah. the drums, the knobs, all that dude, shit. Well, dude. the drums, that, uh, that's a, a shout out to Vessel Drums. He's a, he's a local dude who's been building drums in Encinitas forever. And uh, Andrew, Andrew Ware um, from Monarch, that yeah. dude is, uh, he's been so adamant about vessel and i've never like really cared about drums just because i'm not coordinated and i touch them and it's just not good so uh anyways but i've always known vessel's name um because of how much andrew supports him and then i'm not i i don't really remember how they got connected i think that the vessel dude wanted to use we had built some like studio walls to shoot photographs with okay or something and nick got connected so he used our space one day for like this vessel nah that was after we made the skateboard snare so i have things mixed up i'm not sure how they got connected anyways they got connected and somehow like the collab happened where it was like we're gonna um we're gonna build the veneers for you and then you wrap your drums in the skateboard material and so it started with the snare drums and then we sold a grip of them right off the bat and in the back of nick's head he was like dude like i want a full kit for the shop and so um that ended up getting made and so we have that and we have a jam space in the shop up in the loft and that drum set gets used uh frequently and it sounds amazing there it's and it's cool because it's just like local companies teaming up Holy but, uh, shit! Yeah, the yeah that was really cool to see come in fruition. Um, 
and yeah so we got we got like full band ready to go you know you come in the shop you got a prisma bass guitar drum set yeah 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 i was about to say you tambourine got the whole fuck- Nick made a tambourine like last year <laughs> out of skateboard material that was pretty that's tight. fucking ripping dude i'm trying to i was talking to uh, actually both sunny mr sunny yates the the keyboardist and uh monarch and orion have both talked about um uh getting like side panels made for their synthesizers so we'll just uh scratch off their moog or wh- whoever korg logos and we'll just put a prisma sticker there and it'll look like prisma synthesizer fake out. holy shit <laughs> but yeah anyways yeah so it's i mean it's cool dude yeah we got it it's fucking tight. How's the NAM going on for you guys? Have um, you guys been fucking pretty good over there? We so <clears throat> Nick used to do NAM. Um and it's a pretty penny to be to be at NAM. Um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's as he's expressed that it's fun. I had never been to NAM uh previous to Prisma. Um uh he he didn't he didn't do he didn't sell very many guitars at NAMM. He's like, why am I spending this money to be there? So Nick had taught I it was like, oh, are we gonna go to NAMM this year? Are we gonna do this? And he's like, I don't know, I got something else planned. And then so as the idea started to like come together for him, he's like, dude, I want to just throw an after party like with like beer and uh, just like like bring the guitar so people can play them and that anyone can come it's free because then you gain more attention that way so bro your boss is a fucking genius homie what the fuck <laughs> he, no he really is so this story is really cool i, I back him so we got so genius we, marketing we have a we have a peer or like uh yeah what would you say like our equal in the guitar building industry uh coward guitars out of sacramento they're uh those are some badass uh aesthetically very pleasing guitars uh similar uh in the in the same retro realm as prisma anyways um so there's the idea for the collaboration um where we made we made skateboard material for them um so like the front because our guitars not all of them are all skateboards if they are all skateboards it's a semi-hollow uh, guitar because uh, maple and resin is dense, you know. So, anyways, so most I of don't our know, guitars, but enlightened are are typically there. It's a skateboard front with like uh, cedar or mahogany, or I think we just got some ash blanks too. Um, and we're doing one out of pine right now, or a few out of pine. Okay. Um, anyway, so it's usually like natural wood back with skateboard material on the front. um so that being said we were able to just mail him we made him the fronts and we sent them to him and then in return he's a badass painter so we made five prisma guitars and mailed them to him and then he painted them the way he wanted to do so that and then the headstock logos were like they said like uh cower with a prisma skateboard triangle in it and shit so it was like the there was it was like a full-on collab like immersive collab between the two guitar brands where it, it just meshed so well so anyways that being said so we did the collab the guitars got built and then the unveiling party was at uh this music store down the street from uh nam it was it's called uh cottonwood music emporium and the guy is really cool and nick had a good relationship with him and he's like hey like i think this would benefit your business uh and it would be really fun to throw this party um and the guy agreed so he hosted and we took all the guitars off the wall and then we only hung up prisma and cower guitars and i it, dude that party was such a blast dude just to be surrounded by like fellow guitar nerds which you really don't encounter in the wild at all you know like when right like even talking to other woodworkers you know it's it like if you meet them at the bar it's like it's still two completely different realms so when you're able to talk to other people and they know guitars you're referencing and stuff it's like it really is a community so that was like the first time i got to experience that and 
I like we all had a lot of fun. Um, we sold guitars. And that being said, we were removed from the the hustle and bustle of Nam because that shit is an anxiety train ride, dude. It is. I it believe is you. So I, I can only imagine, dude. Fuck. Comic-Con for music steroids. Yeah. You know dude, I mean? pretty much. So, Jake, uh, like I said, uh, our guy, he um, he works for Taylor, so he got a couple passes to Nam. So he's like, hey, you want to go? Since, he, since I'd never been. And I was like, sure, I'll go. And we drove up uh, to Anaheim and, or Newport and set up in the music store. And then he's like, all right, let's go over there. And... Uh, I was like, dude, I'm so nervous. So I thought it would be a good idea to just get uh, pretty baked. So I just got really high to thinking that it would make me less nervous. But uh, <laughs> it, that's that's not what happened. And I walked nah. in and it is so hectic. <laughs> and everyone is just trying to show off and like wail on guitars and be like, hey, look at me, look at me. Like people are recording their videos like, hey, I'm at no, Earthquaker fool. Devices booth and this is me, watch me do these Ingve sweeps, you know, like, and it was just so insane and all the vendors that I wanted to go to, I would go and I'd wait in line and then I'd be waiting too long. So then I'd just like go to another one, try to find another one. And so I really just, I didn't do shit. I just walked around the convention center and I went with Jake and me and Jake got separated at one point and uh, there's no service in there. And I got so fucking, I felt like, like home alone, you know, when he realizes that <laughs> his parents left him. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was like, how am I going to find him? And meanwhile, I'm just stoned out of my mind. So I was just so, <laughs> I was, I, I was just nervous, but eventually we found one another. We bumped into each other because I just stayed walking in circles in the same, like, same square zone until i found him but anyways that being said then so we went to nam it was terrible i hated it and i probably will uh just just as far not necessarily about the convention but more so the amount of people is uh an anxiety attack i will never step foot in a nam convention ever again uh, i don't blame you at all i don't blame but, you at all anyways yeah so we did the party and we sold multiple guitars so then already it was better than his experiences at nam in the past and we had a great time with doug who's the owner of cow guitars uh, and uh the other we made i made a couple uh friends and so did nick that we wouldn't have met them otherwise that are two local luthiers and we actually uh hang out with them relatively frequently and it's cool because there's that connection that was made as a result. Fucking win-win. Uh, yeah, so that was a good time. So that's our only experience with NAM. Of course, COVID's going on, so NAM isn't going to be uh, a thing right now. And Is COVID fucking with business at all by any chance? I mean, I feel... Dude, COVID, actually, when everybody got their stimulus checks, like, COVID boosted sales. We did. We, yeah. started, doing, we started doing really well. Um, I believe you. I believe you. So, yeah, so that was, that was, well, uh, that's good, right? Yeah, these are okay. So you guys thing. are chilling. There's no, yeah. you guys aren't going through a dark patch at the moment. I feel right. Not at all. There's like, fuck yeah. There was like a plateau for a little bit, but I, there's like, no, nah, we're on the rise right now for sure. We're also, right. so, <clears throat> um, Nick kind of likes to have his hands in, uh, like, I don't know how you would say it. He likes to keep himself busy and just working on multiple projects so he's actually we're also have been i'm like fumbling my words right now but we've You're been listening into making furniture now as well i've been seeing uh, yeah, yeah yeah so those are all like his designs which is good for me because like i said like nick is pretty much my mentor he's the one that's taught me i would say like 98 percent homies your sensei plain so. and simple <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So it's cool because I'm getting experience and how to like build how you do furniture and all that stuff. And you build things other than guitars or like simple trinkets that I can figure out how to do without needing guidance, you know. Um, so that's been really cool because now I'm as a so we've been building a lot of the furniture. And as a result, I'm starting to get inspired. And I'm starting to have my own ideas for builds. Whereas like a year ago, if Nick was like, so what do you want to build on the side? I, I would sit there and I'd say, I don't know. Like my brain w wasn't wired to like think like that. You know, I would mm -hmm. like, I just, I would blank, but now it's like, 
you know, I'll have to, I'll, I'll pull some parchment paper or something like I have, I'll start having ideas. So like right now I feel like I'm in a really good place and I'm pretty excited because now I'm having my own ideas for artistic outlet as well. So like that's, and Nick's, Nick's furniture business is booming. So then that's keeping me busy building different pieces of furniture. So it's like, it's a win-win situation, you know? Um, so that's cool. So that being said, uh, we're building a lot of uh, furniture along with guitars. Um, so we, we're not just stuck doing one thing, you know, it's, it's never a dull day in the shop. We're constantly just doing something new, which is good for me because uh, I'm an ADD kid for sure. So I like to be kind of all over the place, not stuck in repetition. Let me get this straight, though. So Nick promotes you to stimulate your mind to come up with ideas so you can come up like so that a, i can just a, be so that i can be my own artist you know that's yeah. fucking awesome i just yeah. i had to i had to refer i had to pull that up because yeah you know i've been in like in me personally like i'm not gonna take the reins on this but like the more and more i look back fucking i live in france now right like i was yeah. living in fucking my hood san diego california yeah. whatever the fuck when I was living there, you know, it was so fucking hard. And I, I say this for everyone listening who needs to fucking do what they got to do to fucking make themselves be productive in any way possible. It was really hard for you and me or like most of our friends and most of our friends are in the same position to surround yourself with people who stimulated fucking self-growth, you know, for in sure. any way, in any way. Because I felt like a lot of us were fucking in the middle of a lot of cool things happening. Don't get I mean, me wrong. Fucking California is the most convenient place in the all United States to be involved with anything, you know? Uh-huh. But we were fucking caught up with, like, being associated, being around, or participating with shit and around people not necessarily asking us or helping us grow. Like, we grew up in a hood rat sense, you know, the way to articulate handle our problems and whatnot, but not when it came to fucking, you know, taking the extra step to fucking, you know, be more fulfilled. I felt like everything was really counterproductive. And then when I hear stories like this, like I'm just fucking, I'm hyped for your guys' business, but I'm also hyped for you as my friend that you're with a dude, with a dude that fucking is challenging you to fucking be a better you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, like whenever I reference him or be like, I'll introduce him. If we go somewhere together, I'll be like, Hey, this is my boss, Nick. And Nick always corrects me. He's like, dude, we're friends first, you know? And that's fucking, it, I'm it, no homo. I, that's fucking the sweetest fucking shit I ever heard. Yeah. No, I mean, it's true, dude. And I do believe it. You know, some people could just say that sideways, you know, and right. just say it just to like, seem like a better person, but that really is the case. So it's good because now I'm starting to think, of like my own shit and you know and uh, yo before hey i'm gonna fucking just drop some shit like before yeah. like this is what blows my mind before you were working with this dude like i wasn't doing we nothing. Were friends you we, you me fucking most of the other homies weren't doing anything you know yeah and i'm not trying to drop the age card but i feel the older we got if we didn't find like a saving grace in any sort of, like sort of sense like it's just shit's going to be as mundane as it possibly can get. And now like, dude, you're doing this. And yeah. fucking you're, you're working this. I'm, I want you to promote the business River, you're here. working with and all that. That's tight. But yeah, you're a success story in my book, dude. I'm fucking hyped for you. Thanks, dude. This is just the beginning, dude. You yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sky's the limit as far as I'm aware from you too. There's just, there's always endless opportunity, you know? It's like as long as an individual stays hungry, uh, the opportunity is always there to be successful. And that's right. what I, and that's kind of like, if I talk about the trajectory of everything that transpired with Prisma and my career there, it's uh, like, and I tell people that are not, they're my friends if I'm talking to them and they're doing jobs that they're not passionate about. It's, I just try to promote like, dude, pers- River, no begging, come here. <laughs> Sorry. You're good, you're good, you're good. Um, so anyways yeah i just like dude i truly believe and my mom was a big pusher of this like you want something you work hard for it and it'll transpire and i kind of just i 
you know, and that's kind of like a privilege mentality. I feel like because that's not always the case, but I feel like if you are dedicated, you can make it happen one way or another. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I mean, I did sacrifice a lot of time and energy uh, in the beginning to make this work for me. And so did Nick too. You know, it's like, it's not, it, as you know, it's not easy dealing with me. Um, I'm hard headed. Nah, like, fuck you, homie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it's like he also made the sacrifice as well to make it happen, but it's beneficial to him now because he can just, for most things, like that dude just, just like, all right, I need this done, just do it, you know? So it's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm good to go on my own so that he's able to focus on his furniture or other back end Prisma business, like whatever he needs to do. So it's like his investment is paying off for him as far as like investing his time anyways so it's like i really am like a firm believer like you should follow what you're passionate about like life's too short this sounds hella cheesy but life's too short nah fuck it send it fucking just be stuck in traffic day in day out to go work at a job that you don't care about that you're a drone you don't like your coworkers, and you know and just because it puts a paycheck on the table you know you can get a paycheck anywhere like might as well like utilize the time you have to like straight up straight up to do to like to be to do what fulfills you and makes you happy because the only thing you can say is like concrete in life like is like to be happy all other things are like you could argue no that's not true but the best thing a human can do for themselves is just to pursue happiness so anyways follow your dreams kids that's what i'm saying Straight up to all the fucking burners out there fucking making up excuses for fucking 2020 and fucking where they are at life. Me, myself, and fucking my guest here is we're not, we don't come from extreme privilege. Make it up as you go. Uh, Exactly. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking endure. That's the, that's, that's the, that's the first chapter to every success story. You know what I mean? You got to fucking endure. Yeah, and have a positive mental attitude at the same exactly. Fucking time. Just no, well, just have your eye on the prize, and you just yeah, it. no shit. Yeah, it's dude. All you know what I'm, uh, what I'm coming to realize is that, uh, yeah, dude, all the cliche phrases that are there, they're those are real for a reason because that all that shit is true. Fucking straight up. It's cheesy as hell when we fucking relay it because you see that shit at your guidance counselor's fucking wall, you know, when you're growing up or fucking on some stupid ass memes on the fucking Instagram, whatever. But on a real, I mean, it was said for a reason and it applied and motivated as many fucking people on the world as it could, you know? Exactly. That shit's relevant, you know? Yeah. Don't need to clown on it just because it looks cheesy and they got like a duck holding a kitten or some shit around it. Exactly. I was actually facing uh, out of uh, looking at <laughs> when you said that. No, you're straight. Anything else you want to fucking throw down about Prisma? Anything new? Anything coming up? Anything you want to share? You're allowed to share? That's uh, good. That's good. Uh, as far as allowed to share, um, I don't... We have... Hmm, I guess it, this could be like early promotion, but considering COVID will be forever... Uh, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but um, we have been working with our bros, Josh and Matt at Booze Brothers, and the head guys over there, uh, well, just Chris, actually, but um, we have been working on a promote or a collaboration with them. Um, it originally started with, like, me and Matt talking, and being, I was like, dude, I'm, so I'm working on a guitar for myself made out of skateboards. It's a semi hollow and it's made out of skateboards strictly that I gathered from my homies and I'm calling it the guitar of friendship. Um, that's tight. Actually the whole thing's badass too. We made a guitar for, uh, Isaiah of earthless and he was like, "Mm, I kind of want a different neck shape. So, uh, we, uh, had another neck made for him and we just painted that actually. Um, but so I'm going to take his old neck. So like from the neck to the guitar body, everything is all like for more or less homies, you know? So, right. Uh, so that just makes it more, I'm all about sentiment and, you know, things having value. That's tight. Like that. That's tight. So, 
yeah, that's kind of the, uh, so yeah, so that, so anyways, I was like, dude, we should have a gig at booze bros and, uh, like we can put Prisma guitars on display and, uh, I can unveil that guitar and, uh, Monarch can play our instruments. And Matt was like, hell yeah. So then we started meeting with those dudes and when we met with Chris, who's like the head of operations over at Booze Bros and one of the owners, he's like, why don't right. we do a beer? So there's going to be at some time in the future, whenever the show happens, there's going to be like Prisma beer, uh, Owl Farm collaboration, um, which that's their the like Euro Farm. House, yeah, yeah, field. yeah. House beer, yeah. Uh, and there's going to be prisma guitars and monarch will be playing the prisma drum set and all of our instruments um so yeah i mean you got every instrument unlocked it was literally about to happen and then covid like it was that month that pretty much things started transferring but another fucking cool thing that could have happened from another guest that fucking covid ruined that's yeah well i mean covid didn't ruin shit uh, people mishandling this situation is what. Really nah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't, yeah, I don't need yeah. to get into that, but I mean, no, 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 don't. Please save me, save it, save the show, but not get into that. Uh, I mean, if you got any fucking of uh, those right wing motherfuckers listening to this shit, they shouldn't be listening anyways, because no one likes. Yeah, it, yeah I'm fucking <laughs> yeah. too much, dude. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck people are talking about most of the time these days. Nah, nah, this shit. better to remain neutral, but yeah, fuck Trump. Hey, hey, man, whatever. Fuck him. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck his last but, uh, name is. Yeah. Anyways, other than that, it's just developing new guitars. We just built a twelve string, which hasn't happened, and so that's pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know. Um, as far as Prisma goes, it's just uh, staying, staying busy, building new guitars, trying to do something different than the last. You always are trying to remain at a constant creative too, right? Yeah. I mean, there's always, we always have like at least five or six guitars being built at a time. There's never no guitars under the bench being built or like that process. That's pretty, I think that's pretty impressive to hear. Yeah. Staying busy. Fuck yeah, man. You have every reason to during these times to stay as fucking more productive as any ever, you know? Yeah. What are you doing with uh, your artwork? Aren't, I mean, I've seen you've been painting a lot more lately. I, uh, yeah, my uh, my lady, she's a she's a tattoo artist here in France, uh, like a very reputable one, and she has her own shop. And um, uh, I'm in a situation right now between transitions of living, so I've been like spending a lot of my time at her shop uh-huh. during my free time before I go to my shift at work. And it was weird because when I was like at my last place and I was on my own time and I never really dared to like linger at her place of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just doing like my own work, like at my place on my own time. And like, I felt like I was picking up or just like, just staying like active, but I wasn't really learning or fucking really feeling inspired. So I was like kind of stunned with what I was doing and I still have a lot to figure out, you know? Yeah. When it comes to like artwork and blah, 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 and drawing and like technique. But when I started spending more and more time at her workshop, like her shop, you know, and around other people, like other artists and like just like the atmosphere and like all the tools around there, uh, I wasn't even looking for like feedback or like expecting anyone to say anything, but I'd be like just there feeling like the, like, being around people just got me hyped. You know, when you skateboard and you're around other skateboarders, you're just like... Totally. I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm drawing. and like, whoa, I'm putting more attention to details and, like, understanding more than ever. No one's... Right. Than I was at my own place, you know, in my own little studio. Right. I was just being, like, influenced by what was around me. And then it was cool. There was, like, the artists, the residents at that shop, they'll, like, they'll be curious. I'm not, like, literally in the peripheral view. Like, they'll go out of their way and they're, like, take a time to like look over my shoulder like hey that's that's cool hey try like this and like okay you know like whoa what the fuck so i don't know it's uh yeah. it's 
it's something to get me by right now. Right now, I'm just trying to like relive my American dream out here in France, like starting up from the get go. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've created a little nest for yourself, and that's pretty tight. You know, yeah, I, you can thrive. You can you, you thrive. Yeah, I mean, I I was just actually talking with the lady before she went out to the store earlier today, but I still have a long way to go. But I'm like, that's it's tight. It's not even frustrating at all. Yeah, like that's... I still consider myself as a tourist, you know, because I live out of like two big ass backpacks. You know what I mean? Wow. And uh, the reality is, you're an American transplant. So yeah, like, yeah. No way Real tight. Real fucking tight. But... Yeah. The day I get my own IKEA furniture set up and my own fucking poster posted up on my own place, you know what I mean? Like as simple as the little things like that, I'll fucking know that I'm like settled for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well that day will come. It's on its way. I'm here for the long run. Uh nothing no hating vibes back home. Fucking is what it is, but I have no zero ambitions. We're stuck here and I don't even think you can uh we're stuck here. We can't leave our country, and uh, you can't come here. So, actually, the I, 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 I got I'm, I'm fucking yeah. privileged, I guess. Super oh, privileged. Yeah, I, I can I can bounce anywhere with the the U.S. and the Swiss passport. Wow, son of a bitch. Yeah, I can go fucking to the states and be like, "Yo, I got to be there," and they're like, "All right." And then if I want to stay in the states for two weeks, I'm be like, "Yo, I got to go back to France," and it's all good. Well, you are more fortunate than I, unfortunately. Yeah, I was talking about it with my mom uh, the other day. It was like, man, it's, people are like, there's the mentality, like, love it or leave it. And it's like, well, I would love to leave it right now because everything that's transpiring, you know, don't want to be here. Nah, for sure. You're better off going to Mexico, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I don't got a passport. But that, that is the one place that I could escape to but what i was gonna say is that i couldn't even leave if i wanted to you know like because we're stuck but that's what it is you got a passport i don't have a passport motherfucker fuck you dude go get a passport seriously do that shit Uh, online dude and you know the funny thing is you don't have to go to an american embassy you can go to ucsd and they have their own fucking student program where they make passports at their uh campus at their campus uh post office very cool. All yeah. right. well, and it's budget, you. too. But whatever. That's off no, topic. I appreciate the information. I mean, I would like to get on it, and I would like to uh, to get out of the bubble, you know? I mean, when shit world. drops, you're going to have a passport on deck. Go fucking fly out to fucking wherever your heart desires if I'll you can out. fucking. I'll come out to France. I'm down. Dude, come here. I ain't fucking talking I'll... shit. Dude, I would love to. I mean, I my mom and I have talked about traveling to uh, Paris together. Yeah. Uh, with, there's like family nostalgic nostalgia there. Okay. So yeah, I would love to make it out there. Damn, dude. I mean, Paris is a it's a rad place to visit. From what I've heard and experienced and been and seen and all that, it's it's its own hustle to live, but it's the coolest. It's a cool spot to visit for sure. I'm not talking shit. Whatever. Yeah. Not. Nah. Nah, I feel you. But France is fucking big, homie. It's it's like the yeah. size of Texas, but it's big, homie. Really? Yeah. That's dope. They That's more. They got all the landscapes out here. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, fuck. We saw. I think we fucking handled a solid hour, right? Uh, yeah. I would assume so. Hopefully. Any Hopefully last I words? Gave River that that uh time at a uh, dog park. Uh, shit. Um, I guess thank you to anyone who's still listening to this. Uh, pay attention for what's coming out from Prisma, and uh, thank you, Mike, for giving me the opportunity to ramble on your podcast. And no, oh, man, thank you, homie. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, thank you for the opportunity, man. It's my pleasure, dog. You're my bro too, and it's like I'm super. Like I said, like whatever. Not to sound no cheesy, whatever. But I'm super proud of you, homie. Super proud. I don't Thanks, know if dude, it's I weird or it. too intimate to say in the air, but for other people here, but you're my bro, and I'm super proud of everything you've been doing, especially with Nick. Dude, that fool's a G, straight up G. If you listen to this, Nick, you're fucking on fire. Thanks for taking care of my boy. 
<laughs> and fuck, dude. Thanks, Mike. You're, You're my, my guy. guy, dude. Fucking A. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, G. Then. I'll fucking stay in touch. I'll hit you up in a little, all right? All right. Sounds good, man. Take you care. Too, Have Peace. a good night. Well, everybody, that was my homie, right? That's my boy from fucking SD, and he's fucking hustling.